not like chasing bluegill or tommy cop or is it welcome to the chumming up podcast uh my guest today uh or tonight join the elite skippers to catch a super slam uh welcome to the podcast lee mitchell what's going on big horse oh good to be here been a cracking day with you hasn't it mm. absolutely unreal um for everyone that doesn't know what a super slam is which included me as of this morning, uh, can you explain what it is? So in the billfish terms, a super grand slam is for billfish of any one type in one day. So we were lucky enough to tick that off today with squarely catching them all. So you're, you've joined the super slam angler elite as well. Yeah. So, so that's uh, here, blue marlin, black marlin, sailfish, striped marlin. Yep, that's Correct. right. All right. Well... Well, that's yep. what we did today. Anyway, there's also potentially swordfish or shortbill spearfish, I'm led to believe, as well, are here, but I haven't seen one yet. Yep. Yeah, rightio. Um, so, yeah, today, uh, how, how it started, uh, we're up at uh, 20, what, 20 past four? Yeah, 20, yeah, half past four I was up anyway. Half four. Half four at, at the ramp to beat the low tide, uh, got out there. What spent the first few hours not catching much, and then what the first fish was uh, sailfish. Yeah, out in nine hundred and fifty meters of water, right where you not think you're going to get a sailfish, and yeah, got one on the short rigger, I think. Yeah, yeah might, that. might have been. Um, yeah, because he he acted weird to start with as a sailfish, kind of stayed under and then just jumped out, and we both. I've called it as a big sale. I mean, I don't know, I reckon 55 to 60 kilo. Yeah, I reckon about that. I'd call it a good 60 kilos. It was, it was an absolute cracker of a sale. I don't think I've ever been part of catching one bigger, if, if that big. Yeah, I, I reckon the only chance I've seen one that caught uh, that big maybe was by my arch nemesis, but... I don't know. I, I reckon, yeah, this was the biggest one I've seen caught. By your arch nemesis. Go on, fill us in there. Uh, well, I didn't decide he was my arch nemesis, but uh, Eddie Linton, oh. apparently. He, <laughs> he actually did some very arch nemesis stuff lately. He offered to give me a lift to the airport. Um, and then the set, message after that, because I said, yeah, that'd be great. Message after that was, we're still arch nemesis as though and I was like okay and he rocked up to pick me up to take me to the airport 10 minutes late and then said he's got a dentist appointment and left me so I had to drive out to the airport paid 50 bucks to park there so there's a life lesson don't get a lift to the airport with your arch nemesis yeah and by the sounds of it he's potentially caught a bigger sailfisher than you potentially I don't know <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look through the footage and uh, we'll we'll compare but then, then, so we got the sow on the board uh, and it started to heat up. Uh, what was the next one? Stripe? Stripe, yep. Uh, a few of the other boats had come out by then. We got the sail before that and then the other boys had left the, the boat ramp there. There's enough water sort of thing. So, 
And um, yeah, next one up was a good stripe, like good one. I reckon maybe eighty kilos. That's good for here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, uh, to me, those two are more similar fish: the sail and the striped marlin than a striped marlin is to. Uh, the other marlin, would you agree? Like in how they fight and, uh, yeah, they're, they're real energetic on that burst uh, but don't have a, as long a fight as the blue or the black marlin, would you say that normally? Yeah, definitely. They're both more a longer, skinnier, thin fish. When they jump, they sort of don't greyhound or go anywhere. They flop around a fair bit. They just go straight up in the end. Just, they flop a lot of the times. They... they they both look very similar when they jump. And um, they're also both really common for potting up where you'll end up with a pod of four or five or six of them swimming together, coming to the spread. Yeah, we, which we actually got again, uh, or we got today af- after our next fish, which was a black marlin. Yep. Uh, that was, was that the 80 kilo one? Yeah, that was an 80 kilo fish as well, another decent fish. Yeah, so that that one was uh, pretty good, uh, and like we did all of that in the space of a couple of hours of of the first fish. Yeah, we we'd just gone three, 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 one sail, one stripe, one black. Yeah. So you knew it was going to turn from there. Yeah. You can't just keep getting them. And then it was the black marlin that we dropped next. Yep, we dropped a little black marlin. I'd say maybe thirty or forty kilos. Yeah. So I I might have footage of that. I'd. Don't know, but he um I haven't gone through my GoPro. But he he just turned and jumped straight at the boat. Yeah, and I yeah. might stuff that up. He just fell off. That's just Yeah. yeah. And then uh, like you were saying about the stripes podding up, we had three uh, like a triple hook up. Yeah. Uh, at least three fish. Yeah, at least three fish in in the pod. So probably probably more, more than likely, because we seen three at one time, but yeah. All, all different lures, which I, I thought was cool, probably because we already had a had caught a stripe, so yeah. we weren't stressing as much. And then we caught another black, which was the smallest one. Yep, we caught another black after that. Well, we didn't catch – of the triple hookup on stripes, all of them fell off, so we yeah. didn't catch any <laughs> of them. And then, yeah, we caught another black after that, and he was only a little one, like 30 kilos or something. Yeah, he was, he was the weirdest fight. I've ever had with a marlin because, yeah, he just put up his bill and said, I'm, I'm done. I'm Wasn't done. that the 80 kilo fish? Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't You're know. I caught confused. a lot of fish today. <laughs> You're getting your fish confused. And, and then uh, after that was the uh, blue marlin. Oh. So uh, unlike most other places uh, or on the Australian coast at least, uh, as far as the east coast, we, we tend to get the bigger blues uh, than we do blacks. Yeah. Um, which is what we were predominantly chasing today, and that was the last fish we got. Yeah, he was the last it. one, yeah. So that's that's what we're after was Blue Marlin. He was the last one. Yeah. And, and how much did did you give him for size? Like no, weight? I reckon 130 kilos maybe. Yeah. Maybe around that 300 pound. Yeah. So. And, and he really went. Acrobatic, like he he went over the lures, under the lures, and then came back, jumped, somehow untangled himself. Yeah, he was doing figure eights in the air through the spread after he ate. He'd 
played up like a, like a proper blue male, and that's what you go out there to catch. When you see him airborne like that, pull hard, run fast, he had it all going on. Yeah. And, and I mean, it probably showed up how good we went with how, how no one else caught anything for the whole day. Yeah, except for every other boat that, <laughs> that, caught, that caught a yeah. truckload. I think, uh, yeah, like Eddie got – Eddie Law. Yeah, Eddie on peak. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, from count, maybe five. Yeah. A couple, like three or four blues and a couple of stripes that I know of. I see Josh on on strike on his Facebook or whatever. He went 10-6-4 today. On blues, blue marlin. So he got, <laughs> he just got just blues. Where we we're in a, the paddock of all mixed stuff, and yeah, Josh was able to get four blue marlin. And, and then uh, obviously Marcus Longhurst and uh, Emmy. Yeah, they got four marlin as well. Yeah, and but, um, but they they got a really good one as well. Yeah, they had a, they had a bit of a cracker of a day, like a couple of stories. They got a a real big one. That Emmy was on for a couple of hours, managed to get it. They called five to six hundred pound, you know, like an absolute cracker. Yeah, and good um, they had we seen photos of their fish at the ramp. They had another one that had no dorsal fin at all, a blue marlin. Yeah, just deformed too. It wasn't like bitten out or prop chunks or anything. It was yeah, born. Yeah, just like a weird yeah, just marlin. no dorsal. Yeah. I'd love. We talked about it in the car. I'd love to see a fish like that. Up on your teasers because normally half of what you see is the dorsal sticking out. You'd just be going, what is this thing? Yeah. Well, I think Marcus said he thought it was a dolphin. Yeah, it was following <laughs> one of the long riggers and it was just sitting there and they're like, is that a dolphin? Yeah. Which is just strange. I mean, it, it was an unreal day out there, to be honest. It just Besides the first couple of hours in the morning, it was just action the whole time. Yeah, and the morning was pretty rough weather too, you know, like that 20 knot sort of stuff, well, the ocean was. Yeah. And then once the fish started biting, it, it dropped out really nice. It was only that 10, 12 knot type weather, you know, so it worked out well. Yeah, I think so. Um, we talk, talked about a couple uh, things that I th- thought was cool that I wanted to ask you more about was uh, you were talking about the ageing of, I think it was the Midnight Snapper recently. Yeah, I seen a thing on Facebook or Instagram or something yesterday that um, I think it says off broom, so I'd sort of guess Rolly Shoals or I think it's Scott Reefs probably where they got it. Um, you know, Fisheries Research have got have got a um, Midnight Snapper and aged it and it was 81 years old. So that is now recorded as officially the oldest reef fish in the world known that fish yeah which is uh, i mean it's it's one of those things that uh i don't know i I think a lot of people uh don't realize or don't look enough into when when they when they see a big marlin or a big pelagic fish they assume old because it's big when some of those are probably a couple months old they're a real fast growing fish Compared to your reef fish, which don't seem, you know, like a midnight snapper might be yay big and it could be 80 years old. So, yeah, that's exactly right. You know, size, people have a correlation with size with fish, particularly and age, but it's not the case, you know. And also, I've been involved in aging a few different species of fish 
And they're very much like human beings too with size within the species. Like you think, oh, that's a big one of them. Like it's particularly bigger than the others. That doesn't mean it's older either. It's just like, you know, like Shaquille O'Neal doesn't mean he's older than everyone else because he's huge. Yeah, he's just, just big. Yeah, he's just <laughs> yeah. big and he was always going to grow big. And, and some fish were, are only going to grow small within the species, you know. Not every red emperor is going to become 10 kilos. That's just the, the way they are. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, it's funny how you don't think about that though. Like you, you just always think for fish, older, bigger. Like growing up and shit like that. And then, I mean, you think it back to anything else and it's, you know, like a dog gets yay big and then it stops growing. Yeah, that's right. People get, yeah. Yeah. So Some dogs are going to be big and some are going to be small. Doesn't matter how old they are. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. And another thing that seems to be is like breeding's the same. They're like, that thing's old. It's a breeder. It's like, but everything else in the world, when it's old, they stop breeding. Yeah, they stop. Yeah, they, there's got to be you know, some point where they're... Yeah, like there's obviously a middle ground and that, but yeah, yeah. you know. It's well, just, I, I think a lot of that mainly applies to, uh, you know, the ones where they're predominantly males and then like one will turn into a, a la- larger female. Yeah, where they transition, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that... It is a bit more important, but that's not what all fish do or even... Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, I mean, I don't know. It gets complicated. It's interesting, but... Yeah, it's very interesting, yeah. Mm. Um, the the other thing was uh, we brought up on who you would get a selfie with as a grown man on the straight. Oh, here we go. I, I think, think you said Michael Jordan... Nah, I I reckon it'd be Usain Bolt, Usain the fastest Bolt. man that's, that's ever lived. That's the only one. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't even know if I'd do that. It's a bit bloody queer to be going up to someone and going, "Can I have a photo with him?" Yeah. So, but you know, someone is like very talented like that. It's probably the ones you know, like a like a Rafael Nadal. You know, like yeah. A, yeah. What What about a like a fisherman who just caught a super slam by himself, like just by himself now? Is it? Yeah, yeah you're out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Get the picture yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, that topic came up just because uh, I think you were saying you you had a family friend who said they were coming up to see uh, Brady Moss. Oh, not my family friend. I know someone with a family friend and they were saying that they'd love to get a photo with Brody Moss when they they come up. Yeah, and they had his uh, Google Street address. Yeah, they Googled his address. I was like, that's a bit bloody weird. And then we started talking about (laughs) why you would like, you know, who you would get a photo with if you seen him out or whatever. I don't know. Maybe that's the way this podcast can turn into one of those true crime Podcast. They seem to be making all the money. Like we'll be going down the street, and there'll be people going, "Oh, look at my new young blood shirt!" And then your mate will be wearing fucking Brody as a Brody skin as a suit or something. I don't know about that. I don't want to go too too far into that. I don't know. I I just find it like weird, like wanting to know someone's address. Yeah, that's not my thing. Mm. But I suppose, look, in America, they 
you know, they got whole industries where you hop in a bus and drive around and look at celebrities' houses. <laughs> yeah, like, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not into it, but. Yeah. Like, what, what's the best they get out of that? Like, maybe a celebrity waves tour? Yeah, I don't know. Like, would that be the dream of going past someone's house in a, in a bus? I don't know, mate. I'd just not, do it for you? It's not for me, no, but I don't know. Maybe they wave. I don't know. Maybe you, I don't know, want to break in there later or something. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Join up. <laughs> yeah, it's Google Maps and then just blueprints of the house, <laughs> weak spots where the safe would be kept. It's <laughs> We've just ruined this bloke coming up to do a job. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, so, uh, what do you got planned before? Now we've got heavy tackle in in a week. So is it just rest and? Oh, got a bit of work. Do a bit of work at the shop. Got yeah. a few fish to fill it there. So um, so your shop's the fresh fish shack. Yeah, uh, yeah. Selling um, seafood throughout WA. You got the truck. Yeah, we got the Exmouth seafood truck as well. So that's out at the moment doing a run. That'll be back Sunday, so we'll have to fill it some more fish and pack prawns and that for it to go again before Christmas for its Christmas run. Yep. And, um, yeah, I'd like to – the weather looks all right next week. I'd like to probably get a day or two in out marlin fishing again before the following weekend. We've got the heavy tackle on the 11th, 12th and 13th, so it'd be nice to get another day or two, but see what happens, really. Yep. No, that sounds good. All right. Well, I guess we'll do another podcast after that as the winners, hopefully. Oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> we, we got it mastered. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, cheers for chumming up, Big Horse. No worries, good to Short be Short and sharp. Um, thanks for the day, and we'll catch you on the other side. Sweet, cheers for having us. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Also, like us on Instagram and Facebook at Chumming Up. And I hope you get out and get up, Markston. Cheers. What? I like going down the farm and chasing bluegills and coming back.